as God intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Talk Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is, with a 24-7, 365 radio signal heard worldwide. America Out Loud Talk Radio is now heard in your car, home, office, smartphone, tablet, any device. The entire platform has been built from the ground up with great thought and enthusiasm and a vision that stretches far into the future. Welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Jana Schmidt, naturopath and herbalist, and I have a wonderful show for you today. But first, I want to encourage you, as I always do, that no matter what your situation, a strong mind and strong body are powerful resources. I'm here to help equip and encourage you with the health tools that create those strong minds and strong bodies, but also maintain them and keep you grounded and flourishing in this crazy, hectic world. Now, each week I share new information with you and often have a guest to share insight and experience with us as well. These are things that um, you can utilize to build strong, healthy lifestyles. They're practical and easy to implement. So let's get right to it. Time to empower you with more health knowledge. Because after all, knowledge is power. And today, our very special guest is Dr. Avery Jackson. I'm going to read to you just a snippet of his bio because it is impressive and really long. Like we could take up the whole show telling you how many awesome, amazing things this man has done. He is a board certified neurosurgeon, a best selling author of the book, The God Prescription, which I'm really looking forward to discussing more as well as a contributing author in the book, Let America Live by Dr. Stella Emanuel. He's a member of American Frontline Doctors and a past member of Michigan Spine Surgery Improvement Collaborative. He is a chief medical officer and medical director of Michigan Neurosurgical Institute, he, uh, which he founded in 2004 and in 2017 founded um, MIN Great Lakes Echo, where he developed the first Project Echo in Michigan and the second Bone Health Echo in the world. So cool. Uh, also, um, he's the list just goes on. He's been a presenter with Ben Carson and Dr. Peter McCullough at the Liberty and Health Alliance Conference. He's given expert testimony to support state house bills to reject mandated vaccine in the workplace. Woo, go, go. That's important. And Dr. Jackson, uh, he was on another one of our America Out Loud talk radio shows with Dr. Peter McCullough. He, you can go back in our archives and listen to that if you'd like. He's testified before uh, state Congress and commissions against vaccine and mask mandates. He's also appeared on Glenn Beck, Blaze Radio, Flashpoint, and so much more. Oh, I really love this. Um, presented to Kenneth Copeland's ministry staff regarding COVID-19 early treatment. That's so important. He and his team have taken care of hundreds of patients with COVID-19 at a really incredibly high success rate. And he's facilitated national education events on COVID around the world. Welcome, Dr. Jackson. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Dr. Schmidt. Thanks for having me. I want to start with some of your own journey, some of your personal journey. And I, I don't remember where I heard this. Um, and we've had lots of opportunities to talk and connect. But somewhere I thought I heard that from a very young age, you knew you were pretty set on this path, the modality of healing. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, it is. My grandmother, who's from uh, Belize, 
um, she had several strokes when she was older, and I asked the Lord, um, how could I help people like my grandmother who has brain problems? And I was about in second grade, so I was about eight. And uh, two months later, I heard him, just in, in my spirit him say, I want you to be a neurosurgeon. Well, I didn't have anyone that in my family that was medical at all, and so I, um, I just looked it up and found out, you know, brain surgery, spine surgery. Okay, Lord, I'll do it. And that was, wow. that was it. then 21 years later, then kind of finished the training and, uh, and began to practice uh, neurosurgery. Absolutely incredible. I, I love those, those, what you want to do at a young age, you know, fulfilled in your heart and then to see it through fruition and your, your family must've been so amazed as well and impressed. Right. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they were, uh, they were very supportive and, you know, and it's love just, it. Yeah. So it's it's just one of the things that I like is that I I didn't, I mean, in a good sense, I didn't really have a choice, right? I mean, the Lord said, this is what I want you to do. This is why I put you here. And I thank God that I listened. And, uh, you know, because now he's got me on an interesting journey and I get to meet amazing people like you. Well, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so good. Well, we're also going to talk about some of the things that you've worked on that you've built. Um you can share whatever you'd like, but I'm really interested in hearing some of the history of the Echo. Okay. So let's see. For the Echo, uh, the Project Echo, we've now rebranded it, um, and it is uh, now uh, Great Lakes Learning. Um, and but, but in a nutshell, we realized that there was a huge issue with osteoporosis in, in my area in particular, um, in spine and and in my my training, um, and so I perform a procedure, uh, a minimally invasive procedure. It's called um, vertebral augmentation or kyphoplasty. And and in my fellowship in two thousand, I had uh, performed some translational research, and we took cadaver spines of women that were that had osteoporosis, and the cadaver spines, we potted those, and then we created compression fractures to try to understand the mechanics of, you know, why do people have these fractures in their spine where they kind of squash their spine because of lack of bone density? And so then understood those biomechanics and then understood what happens if you put, if you try to fix them. And so we used like a cement and then, and then we looked at what's called the force displacement curves and really had a good understanding. And so from there, that was in 2000, fast forward, I get into my, my, uh, my practice in, in 2022, and, uh, and then I see this need for these procedures. So I'm performing these procedures on people who have osteoporosis, fixing the, the cracked spines, if you will, minimally invasive. And then I realized, okay, it's great that I'm helping and that's wonderful, but I need to help work on preventing the fractures. That would be a better thing. And so early on, that was an interest was, okay, who do we, who can we pursue to get training? So we, we had training with the National Osteoporosis at the time. And then an opportunity opened up where the, um, uh, the a Project Echo, which was is in Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, the director there, Mike Lewicki, said, hey, listen, if you're interested, we're creating these learning sessions through this Project Echo, which is basically a worldwide movement of education. And it was spreading like wildfire. And it was, in a nutshell, it's when you use a virtual platform 
to uh, to host uh, clinicians uh, from around the world, but especially when you're looking at those who have a specialty area and those who are like more primary, especially focused in their own um, you know, their own geography or their own neighborhoods, and how can those two groups coexist and support each other? And that's the concept of Project Echo. And Sanjeev Aurora, a liver specialist, created this concept in 2003. So fast forward, he invited me on, and then we learned, it took three days to learn about how do we usher in this um, and, and support this, this educational opportunity. It turns out there was a white paper that showed that not only was this educational, but it actually supported the um, the co- community virtually in, in education. And so fast forward, that led to me saying, well, listen, I want to create my own company. And would you guys be okay with me using some of the basics and give me the okay, which they did. And uh, and then I uh, made it into my own, and so that's why we were the first in Michigan, and we were the second or the second Bone Health Echo in the world. And then we had guest speakers from around the world come, and then speak on great topics and educate clinicians and physicians. And then that's how we were able to then say, hey, wait a minute, we need to be providing continuing medical education. So we added that component, and so now we're providing continuing medical education to clinicians and physicians around the world. And then we expanded from bone health to addiction medicine and chronic pain and mental health and COVID-19. And so so it was an interesting journey. And I had the opportunity to meet a lot of really cool people and learn a lot and then be in a position to be able to support um, those like-minded clinicians, especially now um, in their endeavors so that other clinicians who are attendees can enjoy continuing medical education to support their licensures uh, and so forth. That's that's incredible. I feel like the the topics are endless. Like we can just yeah. continue to expand and and teach and grow and learn from each other on endless topics. And also, there's new things happening or new challenges, health challenges that come. And so, I feel like it's it's an endless opportunity to help help people on a wide scale. And then of course, with many lockdowns, it really thrust us into the virtual world more than ever. I know that was, it existed, but we didn't utilize it as often, but now that's what a great way to use that, that crisis, you know, where everyone had to be at home that you can actually now reach more people and the platforms are, are more advanced and we can really, really um, teach virtually now more so than ever before. So that's definitely something that's yeah. part of the new system. But yeah, if, if I, oh, I'm sorry. No, please. What I was going to add to that is, is that, so I was praying about, you know, during that time, just before COVID, about a, about a year before COVID, and the Lord said, I want you to build a virtual platform. And I thought at the time it would be for like um, a virtual conference center where people can get together and they can learn and they can kind of hang out virtually. And then we can have vendors get to know each other and do everything that you normally do in person. So I created that platform. It's called the Mogul Platform, um, and and then COVID hit. And when COVID hit, that's when David Vela, a very dear friend, said, "Hey, we've got to get together and help each other, educate each other." And so then we used the platform initially to start to house conversations that that led to the body healthcare. So yes, and I definitely want to talk more about the body too because I am happily involved in that. It's it's a great honor to be involved. And again, opportunities are endless on the ways we can help people. So I wanted to to compare the old 
healthcare system versus what we, you know, there's a little bit of the new coming, but, and there's a lot for the future, but definitely being able to utilize virtual has been a positive in the way step towards the new. Um, we do love still getting together and we're not afraid to get together, but um, this will bring people that maybe couldn't get in the, you know, in the same space. So I, I love that. What else, um, what else did you, um, do you feel like needs to really be changed in versions of the old healthcare system versus the new? Great. I mean, that's a great question. And and I would say in terms of change, um, the way that we um, communicate and also kind of the motivation, I think that in the old system, we had a motivation that was of sure taking care of our clients and our patients, but I, we lost our way with, you know, with the technology, with big pharma, with the insurance companies to such a degree that the patients were not really the primary focus anymore. Right, right. You know, and so now, and I think in the new healthcare system, um, what I believe is going to be key is to put the patient back in the center of the equation. And, mm -hmm. and then all of us who have these different skill sets need to come together and educate each other. And then we can educate our clients and patients, and then we can uh, also help them in really, really unique ways. And I think that's really exciting. And so COVID and the aftermath, uh, even though it was tragic and still is tragic, but one of the amazing things that came out of that were all of these relation unlikely relationships uh, scientifically, educationally, socially, and it forced us or thrust upon us the importance of human life and the importance of relationship, both for those that we serve and for our colleagues. And I think that's another aspect of the new healthcare system that's really unique is, is that how can we now take our spirituality and me being uh, in in terms of the Judeo Christian uh, lineage, is is take that and take the love of God and and say, this has to be the center of or the 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 balance and the um, the yardstick that we'll use uh, in order to uh, carry out our conversations, our education with each other and how we take care of our clients and our patients. And so I would say that's another really big, that's actually, it's like the new getting back to what was really old when there were few clinicians um, that uh, helped in many ways, naturally and in, in right. surgery, right? And so, yeah. And as a naturopath, I felt like I'd been a bit of an island, right? I didn't always work with others, but I wanted to. But the setup, the medical setup, the system was not set up for us to really work. Even even within allopathic, even within clinical, it's like you go to a specialist and it's all separated. And I I feel like it wasn't doing um, the patient, uh, the client, the best. The good didn't give them the best, right? So I love the idea of the new and working all together because we can't all do it all and. I just feel like using our our giftings in in this way is uh, is really beneficial. So yes, I'm whole whole agreement with you on that. Getting getting the whole system working together that's wonderful. Yeah, that's good. And I um I did want to share that you know deprescribing is a part of of what we're we've been doing in, in some of the places I've worked, and it's great because we definitely need each other. We need a pharmacist who understands the medications really well. We need perhaps the MD that 
would have prescribed it and then a natural provider of some sort to be able to say, okay, this is what you can do alternatively, at least short term or, or long term or whatever, and lifestyle, you know, registered dietitian, health coaches, et cetera. So I feel like there's there's a place for all of us to help people on, in a wide, wide scale. So that's yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, but totally we're gonna agree. A, we're going to take a short break. And when we return, we are going to continue our conversation with the remarkable Dr. Avery Jackson. You can find out more about the show and get all the latest podcasts. If you go to America Out Loud menu bar, you can go to schedule and then you will be in the know. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's foreign protein cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Welcome back. Remember, all the Looking for Healing radio shows go to podcasts typically a day or two after the broadcast is heard on talk radio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcasts, so many more. Be sure to subscribe, and you can also rate us on Apple Podcasts. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt, your host on Looking for Healing Talk Radio today, and we are discussing with Dr. Avery Jackson so many amazing things about the old healthcare system and the new future and what we what we envision for um 
for for future health, right? This is amazing. I, I think the future looks bright and we, we definitely keep this God centered. So we're not trying not to go before ourselves. We want to let God go before us and how can it be wrong, right? <laughs> when we let God go before us and then we follow suit for sure. I, I want to, um, I would like to continue talking about um, the old system and the new system in terms of education. So educating people to to work like this, to work together with other um, providers, other people in the health realm is, it, I think is, is a challenge in itself. It definitely can be done because it does feel natural once you do it, but it's not what's being taught presently. Do you, how do you see the future of that, the challenges for that? Well, you know, um, I mean, I think the challenges are just, uh, there are going to be some people who really want the comfort of staying in a system that, um, that, uh, you know, kind of keeps people in an echo chamber. And what I mean to say is, is that when I travel to certain conferences that are sub, sub, sub specialists, we tend to talk about similar topics and we tend to, to say, here are the 10 or 20 or 30 people that we're going to listen to. And everything tends to emanate from those groups for the most part. And to have a voice because you have a unique perspective or training, if you don't have that type of clout, it just doesn't happen and it doesn't, it doesn't go very far. And one illustration I'll give you is Harvey Cushing, Dr. Harvey Cushing is the, the father of, of modern neurosurgery. And, and I think about the struggles back then and some of the conversations that occurred that led to this sub-sub-specialist specialty area. Because before that, there was the, the physician that was, you know, you know, delivered the babies and did surgery and took care of people in a naturalistic, holistic way. In and, you know, and there wasn't a big deal in terms of medications. I mean, until the AMA brought that in and and so forth. And so you had this wonderful people that were so brilliant that could do so much to help every member of the family. And then uh, then it seemed as though uh, from there, we started to see specialization. So there was the general surgeon, for instance, and then there was the primary care person uh, that would take care of, you know, of people. And, and by the way, in the UK, it's really interesting because the surgeons there are called Mr. Not Doctor. Interesting. And the reason they are is because um, the primary care doctors look down on the surgeons because the surgeons were, you know, their hands got dirty when they were in the morgues and they were learning their techniques and they were kind of the help. They were kind of the people who just got dirty and the ones who were you know, more Ivy League armchair, you know, to Ivy Tower were the ones who would look down on these people because they didn't get their hands dirty. Well, then that changed in the UK to such a degree. And these they created their different societies that neurosurgeons um, wanted to keep their title as as mister to differentiate themselves from this other group to remind this other group that when the ties turned, Mm -hmm. that we we wanted to remember. And so that's what they, and so to this day in the UK, you'll hear, if you hear a doc and they say their name is Mr. versus doctor, they're probably a surgeon and probably a neurosurgeon. That's relevant because wow. when you talk about the old and the new in healthcare, it's a similar story. 
right? Like people who love God and who love people are, they have a motivation and because of their motivation for God and for people, they're standing out now. You're hearing their voice, whereas before their voice wasn't really heard as much. And so the people that feel this way are now doing these amazing things. They're helping people and they're helping patients and they're getting together with other great leaders. So the definition of leader, it seems to be changing from a social status mm-hmm. and academic to an action an action status at, based on your love and motivation for learning and for people and for your colleagues. And I think that's another huge future uh, kind of switch in healthcare and medicine. And now the heroes are those people on the front lines that give their heart to actually do the work. And that includes education, as you were saying. And so, and that's where we leverage. Not afraid to get our hands dirty. Not afraid to get our hands (laughs) dirty. And, and to deal with opposition when people are now saying you can't, you can't talk about what is the truth or even what is your opinion Mm. and have that debate, which I would imagine Dr. Schmidt, that everyone should be alarmed that we're not uh, we're, that we're being suppressed edu- or education and also communication is being suppressed and it should never be that way. The scientific method demands that there's going to be differences of opinion, different views, and that you come together, you talk about those differences and you work towards the truth. You don't you don't silence a specific voice. Instead, you want to find truth in these different views. Right. I agree. I think that's that's incredible. Are you familiar with IPAC? Well, yeah. Well, actually, uh, so for IPAC EDU, uh, Jack Lyons Weilers, I'm I'm actually on his IRB board. I got and, invited, so I'm, yeah. I'm very interested to hear more. And it looks yes, like definitely a lot of work, but I feel like this is future. It's going to be amazing. Can you share um, more details about that? Yeah, so for for Jack Lyons, he's got an amazing curriculum that's virtual, and it's basically like a university that's virtual. and And so I'm really impressed with all the things that he's doing, um, and uh, and it's very solid academic, and it really takes people through basic science all the way to the application of that science in a variety of areas. And I can tell you that. And then for the Echo and Great Lakes Learning. We're more focused on uh, topical subjects and being able to disseminate information between uh, clinicians uh, also. And so there's definitely synergy there. And I'm, I would expect that in the future, um, we'll definitely uh, we'll be doing uh, uh, good things uh, together in the area of education. Great. And I also understood that IPAC was looking at um, studies that would be done and helping to publish those studies, like real ones, the ones that are getting stepped on or buried that are so important that prove so much of what we're, we're saying works. Is that, that the, how you that, understand? Yes, that's exactly right. Jack still going is, through the training. So that, right, right. He's yeah. Jack, he's a visionary and, uh, and he's a straight shooter and, and he, he knows a bunch of folks and, and that are influential in this space and the space in, in terms of education. And he has an answer pretty much at all levels, even addressing uh, the governmental bodies as well and regulatory bodies. So I'm, I, I support him and everything that he's doing. Yeah. Honor, honored to, to be in the mix. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. This is so cool. I'm learning so much. I wanted to mention something when you were talking about 
the way healthcare is and uh, motivation. I, I think about Eastern societies, Eastern um, medicine is really different. So in, in some of the Asian cultures, there, they, there are doctors and um, say, we'll give an example of a family who wants to find a doctor. They go and they interview the doctor, they find out which one they like. And when they find the one they want, okay, you're going to be our doctor. They agree on a monthly um, amount of money to be paid to that doctor each month. If the family's well, now, if anybody gets sick, there's less paid, or if it's just an individual, then nothing would be paid to that doctor. So if it's family of five, then they get a fifth less, right? So if this motivation is like, if the person is sick, the doctor doesn't get paid. If the person is well, they do. So if the doctor's doing their job to the best of their ability, chances are the person's going to be well. So the motivation is totally flipped. The mindset is totally different. And I love it. I think it's so good. It really uh, honors the doctor for doing a good job. Yes, you're well, I'm taking good care of you. And their motivation is to keep the people well in order for them to make a living. It's completely the opposite here. Yeah, and not to say that that's why people, you know, why all do- we all have reason, you know, different reasons. We want to be helpful. Most uh, most of the people we're working with are just we just want to do it no matter what to help people. But the way it's set up is people have to keep coming back to you in order for you to make a living and keep them coming back to you. So um, anyway, I like the other I like the other way much better. <laughs> I completely agree, Jana. I think. What and that's the way it should be, and I believe we're headed in that direction. Um, I completely agree because the motivation is I mean, aren't we here for the patient, for the client? That's the whole point, and we want them well. But if you're here to, and I have to watch myself, it's not so much to make money. I mean, sure, if you uh you learn a specialty, you're giving your time and your talents, there should be some financial return that makes sense i mean you otherwise you can't take care of your family right but at the same time if the emphasis is only is more on the financials and especially when it's not really the docs right it's these third parties it's the pharmaceuticals it's the insurance companies do you know that only roughly 30% of revenue from healthcare and allopathic care actually goes to patient care so wow. 75 70% plus goes to administrative so Where's the patient in the middle of the equation? Where's the relationship between the doc and the patient or the client? And so I love what you're saying and that Eastern, uh, that example of Eastern medicine. And, and I think that's something that we should all be held to, a standard we should be held to, really. And another point I'll just mention is that's like the difference between academic medicine and the allopathic world and community medicine, especially as a surgeon, for instance. So an allopathic, if you perform research, I mean, if you're in the university, you can perform research and and uh, and do some surgeries, and you'll still get paid as an employee. But in community practice, when you are when you own your own company, you really have to serve the patients, or you don't eat. And also, <laughs> if you're not a good doc and you're not a good surgeon, and there's excellence, then you, you won't make any money, and you won't be able to to uh, afford anything. Right. So it's a similar mindset, like serve patients. They will come, you serve them, they take care of you, it all works. Right. 
So true. So true. When I was starting some of my um, education as a naturopath, there was one person in particular who I really, I mean, there are many, but one really stood out to me. It's Dr. Philip Fritchie, and he has since passed away, but his legacy lives on. Incredible man. Um, also got my master herbalist through him. Um, and I still, I still feel like I'm learning from him. But he said to all the people in the class, like, if you are getting into this natural health world, because you think you're going to make money. He said, there's the door. <laughs> it's like, don't even think about it. That's not why you do this. He said, if you can make a living and and feed your family and, you know, keep a roof over your head. Great. That's wonderful. He said, but don't count on it. He said, you have a backup something, right? Um, because the motivation has to be because you want to help people. And that's the only motivation that you need to have. Now, if the other comes great, if it, but if it doesn't, you're still doing what you love because you love to do it. So I, I, uh, yeah, definitely sat firmly in that chair was all in. So I learned so much from him about the, the heart from where it all of where it all comes from. That's yeah, really, really wonderful. Well, I, I do want to talk about a few other things too. Um, like the, the future of, of healthcare. We know we're talking about ways to help um, doctors, empower doctors, and especially in their independent practices, and then contributing to the education on the large scale. I know we're talking to several other really brilliant people. Dr. Richard Amerling was, um, I think it was last week, the week before last, uh, with us at looking for healing. And we were, we were chatting. He, he talked about de-prescribing. So he's, he's brilliant with that. And he is someone who is really, really motivated to help us with education. So I'm, I'm learning quite a bit from him and I, I can't wait to see what comes out of his, his brilliant mind. Cause I'm, I'm all on board. So he, he says, go, I'm ready. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. It's, I completely agree. I mean, he, he's amazing. Uh, he wants to build a medical school. He actually also just joined, he joined the body healthcare yes, as well. Wonderful. And yeah. And so he's going to help with that. And JP Salibi, um, uh, he's with FLCCC too, and he's our, our educational uh, director. And also, I mean, and, and there are other great people too, like for instance, um, there's uh, uh, Jim Thorpe, he joined yes. and he's yes. on our educational advisory board. And, you know, I think about so many amazing people that are educators and they have a heart to build education uh, and to educate clinicians and 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 ultimately like the de-prescribing and what does the future hold and what do we do now given where we are? And I really like that progressive mindset of clinicians that you have to educate and then you have to adjust and right. then you have an experience, right? It's a process. And we're where we're forward thinking, I believe, and um, as opposed to being kind of stuck in in a specific system, as you said, that is more um, that's more about dis- kind of disease care or sick care. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they're wonderful people. And also, I just think about like uh, John Littell and Steve mm-hmm. Latulip, and just I mean, oh yes, oh yes, so Let's- many great people. Yeah, so many great people. I, I, yeah, I'm very thankful for for all of them and. Uh, going, going forward. I see their, I see their hearts in it as well. Right. Don't, don't you? Yeah, it's really good. Well, we're going to take um, one more break and we'll be right back. Um, I want to thank a sponsor, uh, Energetic Health Institute. It's actually uh, an amazing school for amazing students, uh, just like you. We're just talking about education. Um, they can teach you how to be healthy. And this is energetichealthinstitute.org. 
You'll learn about holistic nutrition, fasting, um, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. You can join the EHI family and make tomorrow amazing. You can utilize this for yourself. You can utilize it to help others, energetichealthinstitute.org. And I also want to let you know that um, America Out Loud is uh, played on iHeartRadio Network, but you can also listen from your media player any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, Alexa, where we stream 24-7. And now you can also hear them on the podcast of those same apps. The apps are free and the mission is priceless. We'll be right back. With the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news, liberty and justice for all. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out AmericaOutloud.shop. Look for ASEA cell signaling molecules liquid supplement and check out nurse michelle's recent favorite asia product renew 28 revitalizing redox gel because this gel helped get me through some significant muscular pain during my healing process following a recent canoeing accident when i broke my hip give it a try for your aches and pains and let nurses out loud hear how your health has improved lean pure with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with Pure Plant Protein. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD, Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's Chief Medical Board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. 
Welcome back to Looking for Healing Talk Radio. I'm going to thank one more sponsor, our amazing Global Healing. They create a variety of wonderful products. One I want to highlight that I actually use for myself and my family is called Foreign Protein Cleanse. It's healthy spike response. It's a rapid delivery, enhanced bioavailability, just like everything Global Healing does, just impeccable, impeccable uh, quality. And it's a microsomal technology. Over 25 years of research and development brings you this advanced technology. It's more effective and more bioavailable even than liposomal products on the market. This is formulated by Dr. Ed Group and Dr. Brian Artis for Protein Cleanse. Uh, it's definitely a potent way to help your body detox and target the spike proteins in the body that can disrupt the body's natural inflammatory response. And it's uh, a complete blend, particularly useful in individuals uh, experiencing persistent symptoms, often linked to bioweapon-based ongoing health challenges. This works uh, from the inside out and helps with immunity, improves respiration, and balanced inflammatory response. You can go to americaoutloud.shop and enter the promo code OUTLOUD for a special discount, and you can get incredible deals from all of our wonderful OUTLOUD sponsors at americaoutloud.shop. Well, Dr. Avery Jackson has graciously agreed to continue sharing with us today some of his story and incredible insight to the change that needs to continue to happen in the world of healthcare. I particularly want to talk about your book. You probably talk about your book a lot, but I really want to hear more about it. So this is The God Prescription, which highlights improving um, health of your spirit, soul, and body. Is that correct? That's, that's correct. You know, I think about some of the scripture, like uh, in the in the Word of God, First Thessalonians five twenty three, that describes who we are as a spirit, and that we have a soul, our mind, will, and emotion, and we live in a physical body. And there, there are three distinct, separate parts of who we are. And the book really centers on showing people God's love and how He heals us, and in a in a unique perspective. Like for instance, we as uh, healthcare providers focus on, you know, more specific areas. Like for me as a surgeon, I'm thinking more about the physical body and the brain and surgery, for instance, a little bit about neurology and a little bit about uh, people's emotional lives, right? But rarely do we see um, our spiritual lives uh, kind of, you know, discussed and, and, and rarely, even more rare, do we see support in health and spirit and soul and body. And so the book is basically goes through some scripture and the and the and the Bible and says, what's God's perspective on all of this and on health? Let's go to our creator who made us. And you know, you hear about where people say, I wish I had an instruction manual for this, my kid, or well, we do have an instruction manual for us. <laughs> it's the word of God. Yeah. Right. And and I tell you, it's interesting, like, you know, when you see us when when we look at ourselves the way God sees us as a tripart being, then everything changes because we are a spirit. We don't have a color, so all the racial stuff, all the you know whatever, all that stuff goes away. You know, number one. Number two, um, in terms of our mind, will, and emotion, we see that that's connected to our faith walk. And so when you have faith in someone that is greater than you, and especially someone that died for you in terms of Jesus Christ, then you're strengthened. You have resolve, even in the most difficult times. And that's so important to your mental health, because oftentimes we see that we have, you know, there's depression and there's anxiety that's just out of control that actually 
was strategically used against us during COVID. And so, you know, when you have that faith and that resolve, now, you know, that's what the book's about. You can come out of that. And then the result is also physical health. And not only in terms of decisions that you make, um, like you, Dr. Jana, speaking about these natural products that God has given us um, from the earth that do all these wonderful things. Well, you still have to make a decision to find them, to use them and so forth. Um, but then also in terms of your exercise and and in so much more. So my the book really is about showing people God's love in a unique way where he's focused on supporting health and wellness in those areas, spirit, soul, and body. And I give some examples um, about people who had different addictions, um, about inflammatory um, uh, disease processes and a whole host of other and how those are related oftentimes to our emotional health and our and our spiritual health. And 85% of disease processes either are originated from or largely contributed by um, our emotional health in terms of the, the physical uh, problems that we face. And, um, and so That's it's a huge so- number. I mean, yeah. I want to set, settle in there for a second and yeah. reiterate that eighty about 85% of illness can be traced back to a lot of the emotional that's happening in the body, right? Well, directly. And, and so as a neurosurgeon, I can tell you that when you perceive uh, stressful situations that may not be, um, but based on your past, you activate your hypothalamus, which is going to be your, your coordination center, which is going to send these neurochemical signals to the rest of your body and every cell of your body. Mm -hmm. And so stress levels, um, you know, and the fight or flight response, um, you know, is going to have a major role in, in your health in every cell. And so there's a direct correlation between your perception of your reality and what's and your physical body and your emotional life is right in the middle of all of that and so there's a direct correlation and we we know the science it's just that we don't connect spirit soul and body and so this book is about reminding us to connect spirit soul and body in our relationship with god our creator and our relationship with each other that's wonderful i wish i wish people could see because i have your book <laughs> i hold it up I love it. I, I almost everywhere I speak, I say we're God made, so we should look to God made avenues for our health and healing. So it's exact. I mean, we're exactly on the same page. And don't you know when you're you're feeling well and you feel great, like you want to do more, you're able to do more for the kingdom, you're able to do more for your family and even for yourself. So, you know, if you feel poorly or if you're just masking a symptom, you're not actually getting well, it's just going to bog you down. And people don't want to do anything when they're, when they're feeling bad. Right. So I feel like this got these God made remedies really resonate with our, with our whole health and everything that we're doing. And I'm still, I gosh, that 85% still getting me. I didn't realize it was that high, but it makes sense, right? The way you perceive things, your whole emotional state, uh, if you're worried about something, this really makes a lot of sense. And there are so much going. There's so much going on in the world that can get you down. But without that faith, can you can really sit set in it and get fearful or upset, and then comes illness. That's right. And you know, an illustration of that of of the opposite. The good part is the Bible in the in the Word of God. The Bible says that uh, laughter is good medicine. And so immediately, most people go, "Oh, that's nice." 
But the <laughs> right. scientific side, right, from the creator oh, creative science is when you laugh, not only do you affect that hypothalamus that sends good neurochemical signals and nutrition and nutrients to every cell in your body for healing, but also you release nitric oxide. Mm -hmm. So when you release nitric oxide, and this is whether you feel like it or not. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> it just happens. Way. Yeah. But you uh, then that helps to reinforce the blood vessel walls and it dilates the blood vessels in your body and your brain, the microvasculature. So it lit it's literally healing to your organs um, when you have laughter. And so it's not a small thing. But if you look at studies, kids laugh 300 and some something belly laughs up to a day. And the average adult over 30 laughs 10 belly laughs a, a week or less. And so there is a direct correlation between your emotional life, your spiritual life, and your physical life. And like you said, Dr. Jana, like if, if you're either in pain all the time, emotional pain or physical pain, then you're focused inward. And so you can't appreciate and you can't uh, connect with those around you and especially God. And I think that's designed by the enemy. And and so it's wonderful when, you know, with this program that you have and all of these amazing colleagues that we can come together and and relationship and build each other up. That's I, I totally agree. I I learned this at a young age, but I didn't realize the the science behind it and you know the endorphins and how it affected all your body. But I remember uh listening to Dr. Patch Adams as a child. So he, I watched him help so many people and he really, really encouraged laughter. Like he would do the most ridiculous things to get all of us to laugh. I mean, it's easy to make kids laugh, right? But right. <laughs> he was getting the adults to laugh too. And, um, and he would dress up and he still dresses up in, you know, funny things just to make people and, you know, comedy, any kind of comedy he could get. And um, if anyone's read his book or seen the movie, they realize that that was part of his practice of how he, practice medicine is that laughter and the love, especially hugs and physical touch was so much a part of everything he did. And I watched it and I resonated with it and it was just part of my life growing up. So um, I, I, I love that you said that too. So I'm, now I'm thinking like, what can I do to like go watch a comedy or something <laughs> more laughter? Although I'm, I'm, I'm usually pretty, pretty darn happy. Um, one of the things that helps improve the the balance of uh, hormones in your body for, for happiness and that uplifting mood, um, I say is to get your hands and feet in the dirt, the microbes in the dirt help, right? They help, um, just improve your whole, your whole body, your whole mood. And, uh, I read a recent study that said that the microbes in the dirt actually help, um, work better in improving your mood than Prozac. And it can last up to three weeks. So I was really impressed with that. And it kind of explained a lot because I try to get out with my plants and the bees like, as often as I possibly can. If I can do more than once a day, then I'm, I'm really happy. But if I can get once a day, then it's it's good. So that I thought that explained a lot in my life anyway. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. I mean, look at the Blue Zone studies too. In every Blue Zone study, you know, where people lived to 100 or greater, they all of them got outside and in the dirt, like you said, and they planted uh, and, the, and they got the fresh air and got their hands and their feet in the dirt. And so every single one. And wow. so it's definitely a, a huge component. I, I don't, I mean, I know of those cases, but I didn't know there was a specific study that was attributed to that. It's called Blue Zone. 
Yeah, blue zones. So yeah, there's a there's a documentary looking at the the blue zones and some white papers on survival of of these populations of people that are are centurions in specific areas around the world and they were able to reduce their longevity to just to, to about 10 factors and for all of the different zones and the different cultures uh, being active and planting mm-hmm. being outside and gardening was a part of that i think for for every one of them Perfect. Okay, good. I'm going to keep up the good work and encourage everybody else to do so. And for people who live in areas that they don't, if you live in an apartment in a city, you can still you can still do those types of things. You can get organic soil and have like just a little planter box, right? For sure. So and and avoid um, Roundup, avoid glyphosate, avoid all those chemicals because that's just going to do your body a disservice, for sure. Yep. For sure. Well, how can people follow your work and what you're doing? Sure. So regarding, um, so I have a couple of a couple of companies um, for the body health care and to to join us as an army. You can go to www.thebodyhealthcare.com and we're a private organization and we are supportive of the other organizations that are like minded and we want to be a help, not a hindrance to those organizations, but also, and to help, uh, help people and protect people for future, uh, issues. So that's so one. Just, a, just a note on the body. Do people have to be, um, providers? I know providers, um, we have many providers that have joined, but do you have to be a provider uh, and a healthcare provider in some sort to join? Right. And no, we, we welcome everyone. There's, there, there's a clinician track and a non-clinician track and both get great education and networking and subscription model and, and all kinds of good stuff. So no, both for sure. And, the, and our goal is to have both. And then also um, you can also email at info at the body for that one. For our uh, for the God prescription, my wife and I have a weekly show on um, on the Victory Victory Channel, and it's so, so good. It's yeah, so good. thanks. <laughs> on Friday 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 at uh, four thirty p.m. and Saturdays at ten thirty, and then on OneVoiceTV.net, we have our show on Mondays at eleven. And we're on WMUZ, uh, which is heard in Michigan, but it's around the country too. We have um, a home and health show on Saturdays, and then we have uh, we're on Faith Plus streaming, and and we're on some other shows. So that's one way. And then the book, you can go to the website www.thebodyhealthcare.com, um, uh, and or you can call one eight hundred five five four zero one zero four. Uh, to join and to be a, a partner with us in our in our ministry and or for prayer and so uh, and that's the website for that and uh for the god prescription and then the so only other book, one is, huh? is your book on um america out loud shop you know what it's not well let's make that happen yeah yeah i'll yeah i don't know how to make that happen but we'll find out so okay yeah, yeah i would love to love to be on there yeah for sure so and then you said there was one more that you wanted to share um i think and then uh those well i think those are the three the three major ones oh actually my major i forgot i'm a neurosurgeon my <laughs> my practice my 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 private practice is uh it's you can go to it's Michigan Neurosurgical Institute. So you can go to ww.michiganneurosurgicalinstitute.com and check out what we're doing here locally. And you can also call 8 810-606-7200. And we help people uh locally as well with 
spine problems and other problems. So Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much. My goodness, a sincere thank you to Dr. Avery Jackson and to our listeners for joining um, Joining today. I, I really look forward to each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on America Out Loud, uh, where we will continue to grow in the realm of natural health. Just a little reminder that Monday is um, your host is the amazing Dr. Brian Artis, and Tuesday is the lovely Nicola Burnett as your host. Wednesday with the incredible Dr. Henry Ely as your host. Thursday, you got me, Dr. Jana Schmidt is your host. And on Friday at 11 a.m., we all come together to discuss current health topics, take questions from you. Submit your questions for us to discuss on Friday talk show. You can go to americaoutloud.com and you go to our show looking for healing. And then you'll see a little place for you to put your name and you don't have to put your whole name or your real name, but um, just submit your questions there. Keep them coming. Your questions are incredible. We, we really enjoy discussing them and helping you in every way that we can. Um, this is Dr. Jana Schmidt wishing you God's blessings in knowledge, wisdom, and abundant health.